Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me again this week. This is the very first episode of our podcast for the month of April. And as always, I have a series for you this month. Um, I think that April is a great opportunity for you to spring into action. The flowers are blooming, the skies are sunny and bright, the weather is changing from cold to warm, and there is an awesome transition that happens where you get the best of both a little bit of chill and a little bit of warmth. Um, and it's just a great time for new things, for changes, for rebrands, for refresh, for rejuvenation. And that's sort of what I want our topic to be about this month. I don't have a specific case study for you like the past couple of months, but I do have a theme. It's all about springing back into action. And I have so many different areas that I want to hit on this month. This week, we're going to talk about a fresh start. I've got four points that I want to make. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I really do think that this month's podcast episodes are going to be very good for you if you are ready to do something different to get a different result. Today, I want to talk about using what you have to uncover business ideas and start your entrepreneurial journey. Maybe that's where you are. I also want to talk about a new take on old ideas. I want to talk about a new approach to your marketing. And lastly, I want to hit on a fresh look at your target audience. So if that sounds like something that you are interested in for this week's podcast episode, stick around and let's go ahead and get started. I bet you thought an inspection, balance, and alignment were words only used to describe a car tune-up. Nope, you may need one as well. As the BU boss, I work with people just like you, people in need of a tune-up. Let me help you become a more effective, efficient, and aware leader so that you can live the life you want doing what you're passionate about. Visit my website, andreapatrick.com today and click work with me in the menu selection. I'd love to get on a discovery call with you so that we can work on your brand tune-up. Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm so happy that you are joining me today. Subscribe if a CEO mindset is something you want to obtain and you want to find the intersection where your work and life coexist. The sky is the limit when you're clear about your value, consistent in the way you share said value, and you're upfront and honest about who you are while sharing it. There are so many examples to follow and learn from. Let's get into today's, shall we? Listen, the first thing that we have to do is track our influence to get to the truth. And what I mean by this is we are the sum of our influence experiences, our passions, and our perspective. And if you want to learn the truth about why you do the things that you do and what really motivates you and makes you happy, you have definitely got to tap into those influences. Where did all this start for you? Who influenced you or what influenced you so that you decided to do what it is you're doing right now to solve the problem that you're solving or to offer the value that you're offering? First thing I would suggest is that you determine what your style thread is. And I've talked about this so much in my trainings and in my courses. And it's just a term that I pulled together because when you look at your influence, your experience, your passions and your perspective, 
that gives you somewhat of a fingerprint, like an identifying mark, um, something that cannot be duplicated or replicated because it is so unique. And when you look at it, the definition of it that I have given it is a replication of preferences determined from influence and behavior, and you use it to create an external expression of who you are in a clear, consistent, and authentic way. So your style thread is one thing that you can look at to really focus on a fresh start. And it's how you can begin to uncover a business idea or to start your entrepreneurial journey because you'll be able to tap into what you really love, what you really identify with, where your passions really do lie, who influenced you to want to do the things that you now think you can monetize. When you tap into that, it helps you with the strength, it helps you with the courage, it helps you with the confidence, it helps you with the certainty that is going to be required whenever you do start the business, whenever you do make the transition, whenever you do have your fresh start. So I encourage you to really track your influences to get to the truth about what it is you're going to be doing to start your business journey. I mean, it's really important. I mean, when I go through it with coaching or my programs, it's where I always start because you'll be able to see more clearly why you have this desire and trust and believe that is going to help you get yourself back up on the horse more times than you can count because you are going to be knocked off the horse. You're going to fall off and it's going to hurt. But you got to have something that keeps you motivated, that keeps you wanting to go back and continue your entrepreneurial journey. And so tapping into or tracking down your influence so that you can discover those uh, that style thread or that replication of preferences that is determined from those influences, experiences, passions, and perspective, definitely you'll be able to create this external expression or this new business idea that you can now make clear, consistent, and authentic to the people you are trying to share that value with. Also, if you're going to be um, using what you have to uncover your business ideas and start your entrepreneurial journey, you want to monetize what makes sense. Now, okay, you've determined your style thread. You know what your influences were and how they influenced you. You know how they encouraged various experiences and how your passion developed. And now you kind of have a perspective around the thing. So how are you going to monetize it? Pick the thing that best describes those replication of preferences and then use that thing to make money to start your business. And therefore, you can be clear, consistent and authentic with it as you build your business out and you go out there and you're promoting it and you're talking to people and you're trying to get clients. The next thing that you can do right now to have a fresh start is really take a new approach to an old idea. Listen, I believe in my whole heart that your passion or that thing that you really want to do, right? We just talked about using your passion, your experiences, your influences, and your perspective to create um, this unique fingerprint, if you will, of who you are so that you can monetize it. Well, for me, I... It took me a while. It took that combination of things. It was a journey towards this thing that my passion could land on and really I'd be able to monetize. And so when I took a minute and looked at everything, I realized that what I'm doing right now is where I should be. But it took me a minute to get there. There was an actual journey, my personal branding journey. 
I started off with a degree in marketing. I didn't even know I was going to be taking a journey at that time. When I went to college, the goal was to become a corporate uh, a corporate employee where I did uh, strategic planning and strategizing for um, advertising campaigns. I saw myself in awesome um, pantsuits and heels and my hair done, my makeup done. Yeah, I just had a whole vision child for real. And um I did not realize that there were other plans. I had other plans. And in the middle of my uh, quest to climb the corporate ladder, I got pregnant. I had children who were born very early. One had special needs. That sort of was the end of my corporate career. I went back, got went to cosmetology school, got my cosmetology license, you know, and so it started with marketing, then cosmetology license. And then after I had uh, the girls, I stayed home because I had, like I said, premature children and they had some special needs. And then I went on to um, have all sorts of businesses, but it was with each business that I was able to learn something new. And in my mind, I was not doing anything very different. You know, for marketing, the idea was just to make things look and feel their best. When I was doing cosmetology, it was to help people look and feel their best and attract who it is they wanted to attract. And then I went into uh, styling, wardrobe styling, fashion styling, and I really just wanted my my clients, whether it was a corporation, it was a fashion show, I wanted that to look and be its best. And then I went into just wardrobe styling and individuals who wanted to pull their, their wardrobes together. The desire to look and feel their best was also something that I was trying to help them accomplish. And then I took a break. And on my personal branding journey, I realized that I didn't want to style fashion shows and I didn't want to just do wardrobe um, uh, styling. I, I wanted to use this degree. And so I took a beat and really started to think about it. And I landed on the idea of personal branding. It incorporated all of it. And it was helping people really identify their unique value proposition and then helping them to leverage that across platforms with their verbal and nonverbal communication. And that is where I landed. But it was a process. It was a journey. So you, in order to take a new, uh, have a new take on an old idea, you really have to tap into your personal brand journey, your personal branding journey, because every bit of experience you get along the way is going to prepare you and help you to determine ultimately where it is you want to be in your business, where you want this service, this value, this product you have, where do you want it to land so that it can most serve, it can best serve the most amount of people. So if you want to get a fresh take, definitely look at how you can get a new take on an old idea. Maybe it's time for you to do something different to get a different result. Not only did I take a look at my personal branding journey, but I also learned some lessons along the way. I learned that everything is work outable. I don't know if you've ever heard Marie For- Forleo talk about this, but it is so true. Everything is work outable. You do not fail because even in the failure, even in the failure, you are learning a lesson that you will not repeat. But in the learning of the lesson, you will also learn something that's going to help you move a step ahead because you will know better how to do it next time. I also learned that I'm not every woman. Shoot, I am not every woman. I cannot do everything, but boy, oh boy, am I a force 
when I operate within my personal framework, when I operate within my strengths, limitations, desires, and non-negotiables, I am a force to be reckoned with because it's in that moment, in that um, set of circumstances, I am doing my best and I am being my best. And um, you can't take that away from me because I am operating in an optimal manner. And therefore, I know that I am I am doing everything I possibly can and I am in that moment a force to be reckoned with. I also learned that no is a complete sentence. I think I say this in every podcast just about. If not that, I know I say it in just about every training or ever every webinar I do because I just believe so so heavily in this concept is that no is a complete sentence. When you have tapped into who you are and the value you're bringing to the table, even if no one else sees it yet, you can say no and put a period behind it. There is no need for any other um, punctuation. You can just say no and put a period behind it. You do not have to explain yourself, so therefore you do not need a comma. You do not need to get upset, so therefore you do not need an exclamation point. You do not have to doubt yourself, so therefore you do not need a question mark. You can definitely put a period behind your no and let that be that. I love that lesson. I learned it a long, long time ago. I also learned that you don't have to be confident. You just need to have the courage to trust your certainty. I love this lesson too, because when you first start out your business, you know, you see all these other people around you and they seem like, and I'm going to put a lot of emphasis on seem like. They seem like they have it all together. They seem like they are experts in their industry. They seem like the world thinks they're the most credible resource. They seem like they are leaps and bounds ahead of you. Well, guess what? They're not. They're not. I have learned that even the most established people have fear. Even the most established people struggle with imposter syndrome. Even the most established people have doubt. And so that means they are, you are on equal footing with them if you are having those feelings. The difference between them and you, if you are allowing those feelings to prevent you from doing something different um, and from taking a fresh start or having a fresh look, the difference is that they are using courage they're taking they're taking that first step based you're stepping out on faith and they have the courage to step out on faith until that confidence reveals itself they have the stir they have the courage to step out on faith faith and trust what they know to be true and trust the certainty of their their solution the value they're bringing to the table the knowledge they know that they've gained and that they're sharing with other people so I hope that these four lessons have given you some hope or given you something to think about because if you want to create a fresh start, they'll definitely help you do that because they're going to help you minimize some of that trepidation you may be feeling that could be preventing you from going ahead to get started. All right, so now that we have looked at using um, what you have to uncover your business idea and to start your entrepreneurial journey. And we've talked about taking a new look at an old idea. Let's look at this third thing, which is a new approach to your marketing. What could that mean? Well, let me just say this. 
Marketing is one of those things that is a huge umbrella and there are a ton of things that fall under that umbrella. So you can't look at each of them with equal eyes because they do not all mean the same thing. Marketing is basically the overall promotion or exposing of your brand to the people that you want to sell it to. But there are so many ways to do that, so many tools to use, so many different strategies to take on, different places to show up, um, processes, uh, opinions. There are just so many, right? So when it, when you thinking of when you're thinking of a fresh approach to your marketing, a fresh start, sometimes I want you to understand that it's not you, it's them. Okay. Sometimes the issue is not you. Sometimes the issue is the people that you are, you know, trying to work with, the client you're trying to get. You know, it it, it could be them. But let me explain. First of all, not every dollar is one for you. Not every dollar is going to be one that you need to pick up. That's why I think it is so important for you to understand your value, to understand your why, and those um, the your personal framework is the best way to help you do that because you'll understand your strengths, your limitations, your desires, and your non-negotiables. And in doing that, you're setting yourself up to operate um, in a way that you are managing your expectations and you're managing the expectations of other people. So therefore, when you are looking at bringing on a new client, bringing on a new team member, bringing on someone, a, a partnership or a collaboration, you can look at them with clear glasses and really see them for who they are. And then that way you're not doing something like picking up the wrong dollar. Okay. You're not, um, you're not really, uh, messing up with your picker. Your picker is not messing up. That's what I'll say. Okay. So my lesson about taking, um, talking to the wrong audience is really about not picking up that wrong dollar just because you need to make a dollar. Be more discerning in the money you pick up. Otherwise, you will get bad clients. And Dr. Phil says, if you marry for money, you will have to earn every penny. I've said this in a multitude of trainings as well. You do not want to have to earn every penny. And what that means is you feel like you're never making enough money because this client is just asking for so much. They have such high expectations. They want more than they're paying for. They're annoying. They are micromanagers. All the things that you don't like. Because you didn't tap into your personal framework and use that as the filter through which you ran these client potentials, then you are getting people that are operating outside of your personal framework and it's just not making you happy. It's not making it easy to do business with them. And so you want to not have that happen. So in this instance, it's them. It's not you. Um, another thing that can happen is you have clients who aren't ready for what it is you have to offer and they don't see the value in it. So they're not willing to pay for it. That doesn't mean that what you have is not valuable. Case in point, I am talking to you about some foundational areas of your business so that your marketing will be more effective, that you will be more efficient and that you can be a leader in your area. Okay, if you are just in it, just getting started and you took out a loan or you you have debts to pay, bills to pay, you are not necessarily in the mindset to um, to take a step back 
and really see the value in laying some foundational groundwork because you want to get out there and start making money, 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 money. You don't care to hear about my personal branding strategies or how to be more authentic. You don't care about that. You want me to tell you how you can make these dollars, how you can start making recurring revenue. And I'm here to tell you that you're just not my client, sis, because that's not going to come for you the way you want it to come for you until you really understand the value of the foundation I'm trying to share with you. Okay. But it takes people sometimes going out there, making money, killing themselves, you know, being out of balance, stressing themselves out, being completely overwhelmed, getting frustrated because they, they aren't seeing what they want to see. They can't find the help they need for the money they're trying to pay. You know, all the things that happen, sometimes it takes them getting to that point for them to say, you know what? I'm spinning my wheels. I need someone to show me how to calm myself down and operate in a more authentic space so that I am easily um, getting what I need and I am not having to work so hard. I can work smart so I don't have to work hard. And at that point, they're ready for me. They now see the value in operating their business with balance and finding that uh, intersection between personal life and business life so that they can have a quality of life. They're now ready to set those systems and processes in place that help them create duplicable tasks and things so that they can share their brand culture with those they bring on board. They're ready to learn how to onboard the right people so that they don't have turnover all the time. They're ready to find the right customer base and treat them well Give them a great customer experience so that they want to keep coming back and they want to share you with other people. So I learned a lesson that not everyone is ready for what I have to offer and I have to be okay with that. In that case, it's not me, it's them. All right. The other thing is people who just don't, people people just sometimes don't want to pay and they want to pick your brain or they want to barter instead of really appreciating what it is you're bringing to the table and, and adding a monetary value to that. In that instance, it's not you, it's them. It's okay to barter when you first start out because what you're doing in that regard is you are showing, you're getting data, you are getting testimonials. When you first start out, yes, you may have to give products away for free. You may have to do your services for free, but be very strategic about who you do those things with and make sure that you are always getting something. Your payoff is not always going to be money when you first start out. Sometimes your payoff is going to be testing a process and seeing if it works. And when it does work, you can now go sell that process. Sometimes your payment is going to be a satisfied customer who consistently brags on you and you get a testimonial. Sometimes the payoff is going to be that you have a customer that you can now nurture via their email because they gave you their email address and they may not be ready to purchase right now, but if you continue to provide them with quality um, content, they will want to purchase in the future and then again, share you with other people. So you can't look at the conversion always with money, but there is also a time for that when you first get started. Now, once you've been in business for a while and you have tested your processes and you have tested your theories and you have created your programs and people are paying for them, that's when the issue becomes about them and not about you because you're no longer giving away your products and services for free. So you don't need to barter with anyone. You would rather pay for your service with them and have them pay for a service with you. And you recognize that your time is valuable and you don't want people to pick your brain because your time is money. 
And so you will um, be able to, uh, to to optimize those opportunities. And in those instances where people want to pick your brain or they want to barter with you, you can say no, because I am now charging for these things and I am no longer giving them away for free. And you realize that that is more about them than it is you. So when you're looking at these new your new approach to marketing, keep these things in mind. It is not you, it is them. And so you can adjust how you are looking at your um, your interactions with other people and making sure that it's the right fit for you. Also, it could be time to create different marketing strategy altogether. You might need to rebrand your business. I've, I did that a few years ago. I went from, uh, I did it actually just um, last year, I think we're in season three. Last year was season three of the podcast or season two, I think we're in season three. But before that, I was just doing episodes and I called my podcast PB and Style. And I was just doing episodes. There was never a break in the episode, a downtime or anything like that. I was just doing them, right? Well, I realized that we needed to break it up and give it different seasons, give people a break, give them a chance to listen to the whole season, um, uh, the previous season before starting them on a new one changing things up a bit. So I rebranded my podcast from PBN Style to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I also rebranded my website and uh, got a new look and made it look real nice, got new logos um, because I needed a fresh start. I wanted people to see me in a new light. And sometimes that is necessary. As you evolve, you want your brand to evolve. Sometimes you need to change the social media platforms so that you can reach the right people. Um, if you're swimming in the wrong pond, honey, that's why business could be bad. You might need a fresh start there. Um, you might need to get a little bit more. And I think this is an issue that I have in full transparency. I need to get a little bit better on the platforms where I do want to show up. I need to do a better job testing and and really learning what is going to work best and what my audience is really enjoying the most of my content so that I can continue to give that to them, right? So you definitely um, have to look at these social media platforms and you can't just show up on them because that's where everybody else is showing up. If you're finding that you're not getting a ton of engagement, that people are not converting the way you want them to, um, then you may not be on the right platform. If you think you're on the right platform and you're still not getting those things, then maybe it's a time to adjust the content that you're bringing or to bring more content and be more consistent. But it's an opportunity for you to look at what's necessary, what change is necessary, and then you need to make that change. And then it could be that you need to change the brand message to reflect your new brand. I have gone through this before because language is really important when you're trying to reach your target audience. You know, I was initially saying, you know, hey, you know, do something different to get a different result. I was saying, hey, um, let me help you create your signature style. What else was I saying? Um, a couple of things. I mean, I just all throughout the years, I've tested various phrases and terms to see which ones resonated the most with my target audience. I recently changed up and I'm telling people, listen, I'm trying to help you find your balance. I want you to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that you can have a quality life. Because I realize that as we grow our businesses, we get burnt out so easily. We feel overwhelmed so easily because we are trying to be mom, dad, sister, brother, you know, daughter, son, at the same time as raising a family, being a spouse, 
um, and we're trying to grow our business. And sometimes we do not do a good job balancing out and we give way too much energy to one thing and not enough energy to another or vice versa. And we find that we are lacking in areas and that makes us feel bad. And it's just a whole vicious cycle that happens. Well, you, I decided that I think the change in my verbiage was warranted. And so we, we've made that, um, that change in what it is I'm saying. So yeah, sometimes you've got to just change the message, but you want to listen to your audience to find out what they're saying, what language they're using. And then maybe that is how you can decide what it is you're going to change it up and say yourself. All right, so we have talked about so far using what you have to uncover your business ideas and start your entrepreneur journey. We've talked about a new take on an old idea. We've talked about a new approach to your marketing. And let's round this corner and talk about a fresh look at your target audience. All right, so the best way to do this, guys, is just to go back to the drawing board and do some recon, do some marketing research. You need to make sure first and foremost that you are a big fish in a small pond and not a small fish in a big pond. And what this means is is that you have looked at your marketing, um, your core market area, and you have decided where you want to be, which one you fit in. And then you've decided what your sub core marketing uh, uh, area is, and you have um, niched your way all the way down to the specificity that is your offer. That is your solution. Remember, there are a ton of people already doing what it is you're do what what it is you're doing. Here, when you're doing your market research, you are looking for ways to knit yourself down to the point where you are providing a very unique approach to whatever it is that needs the solution. So that's how you're going to be the big fish in a small pond. And so um, what you want to do is look at your core market, i.e. is it health, wealth, or relationships? Number two, you want to look at those sub-markets. If you're going to be in the health area, maybe you're a nutritionist. In the wealth area, maybe you're a financial advisor. In the relationship area, maybe you're a marriage counselor. You're going to look at your niche. You want to confirm yourself down, whittle yourself down to the lowest, lowest, lowest possible point where you are providing a very unique experience to your audience within your sub-market. And then you want to remember your epiphany moment, which is why did you get into this in the first place? What was the light bulb that went off that said, wow, I've got the solution to this problem. I've either solved it for myself or I've solved it for someone else. And you're going to look at the journey there. And and, and so where, what were the different steps that you took to solve the problem for yourself or solve the problem for someone else? Because it's within those steps where you'll be able to meet your target audience where they are and answer their questions and provide them with solutions that they may not have even known that they needed in your social media and when you are exposing your brand to other people. So you definitely want to do that. And then lastly, you want to make sure that you are tapping into your customer journey. Your customer journey is so important to your marketing because you want to make sure that you have accounted for every step that your customer is going to take from the time they come in contact with your brand until the time they have converted into a purchase and beyond. And I emphasize the and beyond because it's in that area right there where you're going to be appreciating them and continuing to add them value that they're going to feel like 
this was not just about the sale for this person. This person really is interested in, in making sure that I have what I need. And I like that. And my friends like that too. And I'm going to share this with them. I'm going to be loyal to them because they've given me more than I have asked them for. They have exceeded my expectations. And so if you want to refresh your marketing, definitely take a look at that target audience, determine exactly who they are, make sure that you have niched your way down to being the big fish in a small pond, and then make sure that you are using that epiphany journey to meet them where they are and provide them with a phenomenal customer experience. All right. I could go on and on in this area, but I think that you get the gist. The idea is just to give a, give yourself a good old-fashioned refresh, just do a cleanse of all these areas, um, and get yourself together so that moving forward in this year, you are prepared for whatever comes your way. You can swing yourself back to balance when you need to. You can pick up the right clients and um, mitigate the risk of picking up the wrong ones. You can refresh your marketing, really take a closer look and just do a better job at that, making sure that you have whittled yourself down to the appropriate niche and you are serving the right people and providing them with the phenomenal customer experience that they deserve. And that's going to help you have a loyal audience and build a community that you're going to love and support and serve moving forward. I really hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. I am so excited for this new series. We are going to be springing into action, guys, this April. So definitely stick around, come back, listen to me again next week. Leave your comments also, because I think that is so helpful with all of the podcast platforms. If if they know that people are commenting on the podcast, then they know that people are interested. If you're downloading the podcast, then definitely, you know, leave a review and tell them how much you enjoyed listening to what it is I was saying. If you have any questions or comments that, you know, maybe you want me to talk about something that you haven't heard, or if you want me to give you my take on a particular subject matter, definitely leave that below as well. So I can provide that content for you. I'll definitely create that. That would be very exciting for me to do for you. And as always, check me out over on YouTube. I am on a mission, mission to reach a thousand subscribers so that I can monetize my platform and continue to reach a ton of people with my ideas for finding that balance, that intersection between your personal life and your business life so that you can have a quality of life. Okay. I think I said everything. Um, I am so, oh, I want to tell you too, something new and fresh is coming. Um, I have a program that is going to be launching very, very soon. Really excited about that. Um, and I can't wait to share more with you, but just keep it on your radar. Keep it in the back of your mind so that when it becomes uh, common knowledge and I can share it with you, uh, a little bit more details about it, you will be ready to, um, click and claim your spot because I'm telling you, it is so good. I mean, I am having a ball pulling it together. So um, definitely be on the lookout for that. But I think that does it. So until next time, guys, have a great week. Remember that the goal of this podcast is to teach you how to consistently evolve and be open to failing and failing fast. Have a great week, everybody. 
That does it for today's episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember, this is the place to be to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that they coexist. It's also where you learn how to consistently evolve and be open to the failures that happen, be open to the opportunities, be open to the opportunity for change. Make sure you are subscribed. Leave your comments below about today's episode if you have any questions, comments, concerns. I want to hear all about them and I want to hear how you are using what you hear to grow your business, live the life you love, and have that quality of life that we are all looking to achieve. All right, guys, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, AF Patrick. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. All the links that you need to continue following and being a part of the BU Boss Squad community is listed in the show notes along with any other links that I think might be amazing for this particular podcast. Remember, we are on all the podcast uh, platforms. So if you have not already, find us and subscribe. See you again next week.